This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Uh, obviously, Jordan Henderson, we saw missed training yesterday. What's the latest on his injury? And Joe Gomez and Joel Matip, when are they likely to be back? Um, Joe will train uh, hopefully Friday already with the team to prepare the Arsenal game. Um, Joel will be long out. His hamstrings are, it will take another two weeks. Uh, hopefully, international break will solve that one. So he's ready after for the Everton match. And um, Hendo is a little bit difficult. We have to see it, but for sure not tomorrow. And Arsenal will be uh, will be tight. But let's see day by day. What's the, what's the nature of, of Jordan's injury? Uh, Red fan. Uh, and so it's just uh, you've got to take it day by day. I take it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For for sure not tomorrow. And let's hope Arsenal he will be fit. Uh, if yeah, that's it. Uh, Obviously, it looks like Thiago settled in very quickly the way he was passing the ball in the second half against Chelsea. But is this the opportunity now to give him his first start and Diogo Jota his first start? Or do you wait, again wait till Arsenal? No, yeah. Um, let's start with uh, Thiago. Eh? Um, good teams need good players. And uh, we're really happy that he's with us because this team, especially this team, deserves a player like him because... He will make sure that we keep evolving. Um, teams adapt. Uh, teams uh, try to destroy our plans. And uh, what's most important that we um, that we stay unpredictable. And unpredictability means that from each position we can play the last pass and we can speed up the game as much as we can. And Thiago does that for us. So he's uh, he's a great signing. And uh, he's we didn't bought a problem. We bought a solution. <laughs> So um, um, that's one. Die- um, Diogo, um, yeah. Uh, what can I say? His technical, his technical level is on the same as our front three. Uh, he has so much fu- uh, future in his feet, and uh, he will have a great pathway inside our club. And uh, he's like a pressing monster, so he will fit in uh, straight away. Um, for tomorrow, I can only say that. Um, um, the, 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 the good thing over the last years was this group created a mentality, the group, the whole team, um, to see each next game as a final. And um, we're, um, the team who will represent us, it will be a good team, it will be a strong team. Um, they will show hunger, they will show desire to put our, our game in place. And um, um, that's what I can say about team selection, to be honest. But Pep, even with the numbers in your squad and the way that you've strengthened this summer, how realistic or unrealistic is it to think that, particularly given the current climate as well and the condensed nature of, the, of this season, how realistic is it to think that you can have success in domestic cup competitions as well as being successful in the Premier League and progressing in the Champions League? We want to attack each competition. <laughs> that's, um, but that's what I just said. You... In football, you cannot think far ahead, especially not this season, because it will be game after game after game. It will be each three days we will play until January. So it will be a Christmas period from now on. And um, luckily, we had a good preseason, so we prepared for that. Um, um, but what I, what I already said, this team has the mentality to just focus on the next game. And that's what we do. And we concentrate to play against Lincoln. And, um, a club with a, a great journey so far, um, especially the last four years with two promotions. Uh, a, a club who, a team who's top of the league at this moment, 
um, a manager with lots of experience, uh, even in the Premier League as assistant. And um, now we really look forward to this game. And again, we want to attack this competition. And yeah, as each game was in front of us, but we have to find, do the right things in the right uh, moments. So. And just finally for me, Pep, um, Frank Lampard said that he thinks it's important that the Premier League as a collective looks at supporting the EFL, the leagues below and grassroots football. Um, what are your thoughts, particularly given stadiums will be closed to fans for longer now? That also impacts financially on Premier League clubs, of course. Uh, okay. A healthy economy only exists if you try to help the ones who need the most. So, uh, yes, of course. Uh, we should all think about this. It has to be like a common approach, not just Frank or Jurgen or um, Liverpool of Chelsea. There has to be like all clubs, the federations, the league. It's always about helping those who need. Uh, that creates like a, a, a healthy economy and in, 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 in this case, a healthy economy in football. And that's what we have to strive always. And um, life is a team sport, I would say. Thanks, Pat. Thank you very much. We go to Ian Abrahams uh, for TalkSport. Ian. Yeah. Hi, Pat. How are you? Good. Yeah, super. Um, I just want to take you back to what you said about competitions. You want to take attack every single competition, the League Cup, FA Cup, the League, Champions League. But surely you have to prioritise some cup competitions over another because it is a very congested schedule and you're not going to be able to play and win every single competition this year. We will try, <laughs> but uh, the most important thing is that how we selected our squad, how we uh, evolved our squad over the last years gives us every year more possibility to attack each competition. So that was the great example. Um, last year, and even the year before, I think, we spoke about talent. Do we give them opportunity? No, this phase is gone. These players who were talents at that moment are players who are represent the position inside our squad, have a very important role to play. So we feel that um, that um, that we already, and what I just said already, um, the team tomorrow will be a strong team. I think some of you guys will be, be surprised, to be honest. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. You brought a lot of players in. What about players like Ryan Brewster, who's been linked with move away from the club? Is it best for his development to leave Liverpool Football Club at the moment, or is it best for him to stay um, and almost like Phil Foden at Man City, just play a little bit every year? Yeah, it's it's. Um, uh, we're sitting here in the boardroom. Huh? Uh, you can't see that, but these things have to be discussed in the boardroom <laughs> without the press, of course. So we cannot discuss uh, transfer policy here or. Uh, ideas with the individuals just before the transfer deadline. And one last one from me. We saw last night with West Ham, uh, their manager and a couple of players testing positive Ilkay Gundogan this this week at Man City as well. This is still a very dangerous um, time for COVID-19. We've seen that late Orient players were tested thanks to Tottenham Hotspur and their game in the end had to be called off. How how appreciative are you that at the moment we're still very much, you're still very much playing football, but at a very, very dangerous time in this country? Yeah, we, we uh, I can speak for myself, but we all have real concerns, huh? not just football, but especially society. Um, I think the main thing is to keep discipline. That's the main thing. And if you look into Melbourne, Melbourne example, what we did, 
uh, it's almost like a hospital in here in terms of uh, how we treat the players and how we protect the football and our club and our players. But everybody forgets that the reason why we do it is to protect our vulnerable, so example, our kitmen mm. or um, inside our structure, these people. That's why we have to stay disciplined to protect Graham, to protect um, the people around us. And uh, of course, we want to protect the brand of football and want to play and the fans are still there. They're just, they're just not in the stadium, but we still have to entertain them and the food is still going. But the main reason why we have to keep discipline and we are also concerned is because of these people. And that's, I already said, life is a team sport and to fight COVID is a team sport. And this is what we, uh, that we strive to. That's why we try to be as uh, disciplined as possible and um, create a safe and secure environment, even in this game. That's why we said we want to help you guys by testing because testing is, is, is very, very important. Thank you very much, Ian. And we'll go to Carl Markham from Press Association. Carl. Hi, Ben. Good to see you. Um, just to go back to, to Jota, um, you were mentioned as being sort of in, partly involved in, in that sort of move in, in sort of using your contacts in Portugal. I'm just wondering what you found out from that you didn't know already or... or... I know him when he, since he was very, very young <laughs> because uh, he's from the city, Porto. So uh, he grew up at Condomar. Uh, smaller club we played against each other I think but uh, when he was young and um, then he came through at passes to Ferreira um, no but no in example in Portugal we are saying what a great signing Liverpool made because they know exactly how he is and what kind of potential he still has and um, he's what I said he's a pressing monster he will fit really into our style um, but at the same time, his technical level is as the same as the, our front three. So um, we're really happy with him. And all the things we heard are true. <laughs> he is a very professional, very dedicated, passionate, brave uh, player. And uh, yeah. And you, you said we might be surprised by your the team selection tomorrow night, just saying it'd be a, it'd be a stronger team. But... This competition has traditionally been an avenue for some of those younger players to, to get pitch time. So, so how important is it to, to be able to utilise it for them as well? Um, it's, it's about, um, how can I say, it's about finding a team who feels the responsibility to do tomorrow, give everything and finding a good balance in this. And um, I said already last year, um, in these competitions, it's a great moment where you can combine experience with talent, what makes each other stronger, the fire of the young players, the risk of the young players, the braveness, what we need tomorrow, because we're going to play against a side who will defend deep, who's ready to counter-attack, has real speed on the wings and real technical players on the inside. Um, but set up for a good counter-attacking game. They scored five goals already, example, this season from counter-attacks. And at the same time, when they play, they replay. But what I'm trying to say is that the team we have to put into place tomorrow has to, has to be a team who, uh, who, um, uh, who is very well prepared. And uh, if you have only three days in between two games, you, you have to use the time very wisely. You have to uh, prepare the team. And sometimes it's really interesting to prepare a team from day one after the last game. And that's what we try to do. 
Thank you, Carl. I think we've got Neil Jones and then James to finish in the open. Then we'll go to the embargo section. Uh, for the guys in the embargo section, if you want to use the hands up um, mechanism, we'll drop me a WhatsApp so I know who to start with when we get to that. But Neil Jones, I think, next. Neil? Hi, Pep. You okay? Hey, Neil. All good. Um, I want to ask about Fabinho um, playing at centre-back. I know you're such a big fan of him as a midfielder, but what does he bring as a centre-back and does that help you stay one step ahead tactically that you can you can drop him back in certain games and play him there? Uh, it shows. It shows um, his character so that he's always ready to help the team. I know he plays as a centre-half and uh, he sacrificed himself. Um um, and um, if you if you saw the difference between the Leeds game and the Chelsea game, I think it's also a big compliment the last game against Chelsea of our last line. Huh? The way we defended with our last line, their behavior, their um, their braveness about defending, how we always controlled the movements of Timo going in behind, and how we stopped counter attacks. I always say avoiding goals takes 22 feet and two gloves. So it means that it's not just Fabinho who stopped the counters. It's like as a whole team, we have to defend and try to avoid these things to happen. But Fabio was an um, easy choice to be man of the match, in my opinion. And yes, of course, I, I like that players and Jürgen likes, especially Jürgen liked that we can play um, uh, players in different positions, this versatility and... Uh, um, do we want to have Joe Gomez and Joel back? <laughs> yes, <laughs> please. But um, Fabinho can play, a, play can play a super game there as well, as long as we defend with the last line how we did. So it's, uh, otherwise, he, it would be much more difficult for him as well. And then we'll finish with uh, James Pierce in the open before we go to the embargo section. James, Pep, how are you? Are you okay? Good one. Yeah. Steph, can I just check, is, is Billy Cometio fit and available for this game? Um, to be honest, he has a check now. Um, he didn't train with the team for the last days. So hopefully he can train today with the team. That would be great. But it's uh, still uh, insecure, to be honest. Yeah, I know, I know he's still so young, but he's been around the first team squad throughout the, the pre-season. What, what have you made of his development? Uh, he's, a, he's a proper talent. Uh, who needs time as well, but he's a proper talent uh, and we want to give him that time. So that's the most important decision we had to make. make. Um, but he is like a very tall centre-half, um, which you already saw, of course, but has a, has a, has a real strength through the air, um, not only set pieces, but especially because... Yeah, if you are, if you are a pressing team, you have to accept that there's a lot of long balls and second ball play to be played. So it's really important that if if uh, that you have Santa House who are good in the air to uh, to win this first challenge and to be brave in this first challenge. And Billy is someone who can even in the air put the ball where he wants to put it. So that's that's really good for for that age. And of course, everybody sees his physicality and um, how strong he is. Um, and uh, yeah, we like to give him the opportunity to develop with us, to help us, and uh, to become a, a, um, a, a strong centre for the future for Liverpool Football Club. You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.